As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, good morning. It's Ken Walls. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I have an awesome guest on today. She's been a friend of mine for a while um, on a social media level, and we've chatted several times, but this woman is freaking amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to get to know her. Her name is Laura Hart. I'm going to go ahead and bring Laura on. Laura, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's going awesome. I am so happy to have you on here. Like, Thanks you know, so much for having me. Uh, I'm so excited. Like, I got to tell you, like, I watched the um, interview with you and Jordan Adler yesterday. And as I was telling you, like, I literally was in tears because Laura has an alter ego. <laughs> and it's absolutely hilarious her name is lulu she comes out once in a while i believe right yeah every <laughs> thursday night now she shows up <laughs> that is so awesome so um you know i know that you are a um man i don't know the word uh i know you're a network marketing just yes. leader guru bad you know what um like you're just amazing and I'm the mom diggity. <laughs> You're the bomb bomb diggity. There you go. No, the mom diggity. Oh, the I'm, mom. I'm, I'm, I'm the mom diggity. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have um, you've accomplished a lot in in life and in, in the network marketing world, and and I I know that, and I I kind of want to talk about um, first, like you know, where were you where were you born and raised? Well, I'm from Missouri. Um, my parents are in the ministry, so I was um, a PK kid growing up. And um, let's see, I have one brother that I grew up with. You know, um, other siblings came along later in life, but um, I have one brother I grew up with, and we have always been like just you know really close. But um, Growing up, I am definitely from the country. So whenever I go places and I travel and stuff, I love people watching <laughs> because I feel like I just missed out on watching and seeing all kinds of different stuff. So whenever I go places, it's like a whole new experience <laughs> and people are hilarious. So it just, it cracks me up. I think life is, is exciting and interesting and um, I love to experience as much of it as I can. Uh, that's that's awesome, and 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 you've got this amazing energy. But you know, I think that because I've talked to you on on a deeper level on on about life, and and I know that you've you it hasn't always been um, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> True. Um, I, I know that you've you've been through the ups and downs in life, and that's what this show's about. Because you know, I, I'm trying to 
Um, I, I interview people who I know have been through it, but came out on the other side still very successful. And yeah. and so, you know, let's talk about like when you were when you were growing up. What was the I, I think that there's always some sort of an event or childhood influence, a person, event, something that kind of pushes us to become who we are as, a, as adults. And, and so yeah. when, I, when I say that, what, what comes to mind? What was, like, what was the major influence in your life that kind of pushed you to become who you are today? You know, um, my grandma was such an incredible person, and she was my best friend. She wasn't like a grandma to me. She was like, you know, another mom. And I remember watching her, and she was in network marketing, and she did so good, and she was one of those people that if she had anything at all, she would give it away. And they were really successful in life. They did a lot of stuff. And then I remember when she got sick. And she had an autoimmune disease. Um, I, I do as well. And I just remember watching her struggle and then trying to do all these um, different things. But never one time did I ever see her blame anybody, ask, you know, why me? Why am I going through all this? And feel bad and sorry for herself. And at the same time, she would encourage me to always care about other people. She's like, well, you know, some people don't have it as good as we have it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're dying. Like, you're sick. Like, you shouldn't be sick. Like, you're the best person in the world. And how are you still the nicest person in the world? How are you still these things? And I'm like, if there's anybody I could be like, it would be her, you know? Wow. And so I just remember watching her go through so much and still smile and still give as much as she could to anybody. She was one of those people that if she shook her hand and she felt that you needed something or, you know, some sort of blessing somehow, she'd shake your hand with a $20 bill in it and not want you to say anything, you know, oh my gosh. just that type of person. And so I just strive to make her proud of me. That's what I do every day. Oh, that just like touched my heart. That's incredible. So, um, and, and I know personally that you're, you're definitely doing that. I see what you're doing. You're amazing. So, um, <clears throat> So along the way, though, um, you so you you said you grew up in in um, Missouri. Missouri. I almost yeah. said I almost said misery. Is that terrible? Misery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> my my grandfather lived in um, in somewhere outside of Kansas City. Um, Independence. Independence. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. not that far from where I grew up. Oh okay, um, so. <clears throat> So you grew up there. You went to school in in Missouri. Is that right? Yeah. So I was homeschooled and private schooled oh. um, a lot of times. Then I went to public school. I kind of bounced around a little bit, okay. you know, having parents that are um, in like the mission field type. You know, you're kind of here, there, and everywhere. And um, so I got used to making lots of new friends. <laughs> yeah. And then being my own best friend. And so um, <laughs> the place where I grew up, I love, love Missouri. And, and it's, called, it's known as the Show Me State. And I think the reason that my heart is still there and the reason I love it so much is because people are so kind. Like, you don't meet a stranger. Right. You know, and whenever you travel a lot of different places, you know, whenever you just say hi to somebody and you give them a hug, it kind of freaks them out sometimes. Yeah. So um, I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? And then we hug, and they're like, why are you touching me? You know? So <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's okay. I'm from Missouri. Like, and it's like my my free pass. You're like, oh, okay. Well, that explains it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so it's kind of like my get out of out of jail crazy card. Like, it's okay. <laughs> from Missouri. He doesn't. <laughs> get, get out of jail crazy card. That is so funny. <laughs> So, so you, you, so you grew up, um, in that area Yeah. and, and so did you go to college? Nope. You didn't? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't feel like it was necessary. <laughs> How'd you get so smart if you didn't go to college? Well, see, I have this theory. I feel like college kind of, they shape you to become who they want you to be. Yeah. And I was created unique and, and different for a reason. And I think the best educator is life, life experiences. And the smartest people that I've ever found didn't go to college. 
And so I figured if I wanted to be successful in life, I, in life, I needed to go to the school of hard knocks and figure out my own path and, and try and, and discover what my greatest is. And so, um, it's funny because I actually make more money than most of the people that went to college. <laughs> I know. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go to college ever. Yeah. So, so, um, after, after, um, school, uh, becoming a young adult, um, I'm sure there was a point where you were like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going out on my own now, leaving the nest, so to speak. So my story is a little bit different than a lot of people's. So, mm -hmm. um, I was very young when I had my daughter okay. and was in a relationship and he passed away. He was killed in Iraq on Memorial Day. Oh, Lord. And, um, you know, so I grew up a lot faster than some people did. Jeez. And yeah, so I um I think that I I understand to value life in every day that you're given. And it's not just something that um I ever take for granted because not only do I look at that, you know, myself, but you know, I've got kids and they count on me. Yeah. And so I remember this this one day. And um, I was having a moment, you know, where I was just like, you know what? I don't know how much more somebody can take. Like, I'm trying my best. Like, I'm doing everything that I can and all these things. I was like, and it's just like constantly something's trying to just knock me down. And, you know, I'll, I'll go a couple steps and then I get knocked back 10, you know. And I wanted so bad for other people to understand that, yes, if you're going through things, it's going to be hard and stuff like that, but just keep going because I don't want to have to redo the same test. Like, I feel like that would be much worse. Right. <laughs> but whenever you go through something and then you realize that you probably aren't necessarily going through that for you, but that you're going to find somebody later that's going to go through the same thing and they're going to need you to be there for them and help them through that, it makes your life a lot easier knowing that, you know what? it's okay, I'd rather this stuff happen to me than somebody else because I know I can handle it. I know I can take it. Wow. I, I used to hear the saying um, that, you know, God will never give us more than we can handle. And I remember, you know, also thinking, I, 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 I wish he didn't think so highly of me. <laughs> yeah, like, I said the other day, I was like, you know, I wonder if he realizes my shoulder's dislocated. Like, no, I... Like, kind of like hold it just one minute like just, yeah. just for one second <laughs> yeah can can you take this for me so yeah. so um wow well i did not know that about your your um wow i didn't know that 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 happened so um you're not still in in uh, missouri no i live in indianapolis now okay um what what was the what brought you to Indiana? Like you're right down the street from me. I'm over here in Ohio. <laughs> so. Yeah. So like I said, my story's pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> like I don't even know if everybody's ready for all this information, but, um, but see yeah, that's so uh, honestly though, that the crazy story, we all have crazy stories to varying degrees and that's what helps people heal. That's what gives them hope. Yeah. So I, I got married after okay. that and um it was kind of more like you know it was very encouraged for me to do that with my family and everybody because here i am now i'm young and i have a baby and i don't have anybody so it was um like everybody's idea well you need to get married you, this person likes you so that's a good idea and i'm like i don't even know them though like i so i kind of looked at it as like an arranged marriage for a while at first mm. And, um, we were music directors and so we had, you know, a pretty good life together for a while. And then he decided that I wasn't his cup of tea and he liked another, um, type of cup of tea. And so then, um, oh, it was me and the girls. So, um, yeah, that was a crazy transition. And, um, again, it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, it's okay. If he'll bring me to it, then he'll take me through it. And, um, wow. I had, again, 
now I have three kids and I had them who were counting on me. It's not like I can just lay down and give up when people are like, well, how'd you make it through it? Because it's not giving up is not an option. Right. It's not. If God trusted me enough to have these little lives that depend on me, then, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do. It doesn't it's not about me anymore. It's about them. And I have to protect them from stupid people that are going to say comments about, you know, yeah. Why does you have your makeup? You know, just different things like that. So, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's definitely been a different type of life. But I can tell you that without going through everything that I've been through, and there's a ton in there, but without going through all this stuff, I wouldn't be as resilient as I am. And I don't think I would have the fire that burns so hard and deep in me that knows that no matter what, I have to make it like I have things that I have to do, and no matter what, I will not go backwards. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much work it takes because somebody else out there is going to go through the same things, and there have been many people that have been like, oh, my gosh, how would you do it? Well, you know what? As long as I know that sometime there's going to be somebody that needs me, I can keep going, regardless if it's my own kids or somebody that I don't even know and I meet on an airplane because that's happened. You know, we just start talking, and... And at that moment, you're there because, you know, that 30 minutes, an hour conversation with somebody is what helps them get through something in their life. And then you're like, you know what? That's my ripple effect. That's, yeah. that's that was enough for me. Wow. <clears throat> Good Lord. Okay. Well, that pretty much sums it all up. So thank, I'm kidding. Um, so, <laughs> like, well, I don't even know. I'm no, kind of. I can't go any deeper. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm speechless. Um, and not because it's bad. It's because it's good. And I'm sorry to say that. You probably are like, what kind of a jerk says that's good? <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I get it. Like, I, I you know, I get, I get it. Like, it's that. It's that. And I, you know, I wrote a book. And, and, and in the book, I said, you know, one of my favorite quotes is, um, pain is the predecessor of all wisdom and you know you're a very wise lady and and you know it's because of what you've been through it's exact that's the exact reason so so you meet a lot of people mm -hmm. right you you speak yeah. on stages you travel the world you do all kinds of really cool stuff i got best friends all over the world i know you do i know you do and and I've never seen anybody go into character as well as you do either. <laughs> like that is really incredible. But so so the you know you I know you've met people along the way. It's like you're, you're telling the story about your grandmother shaking somebody's hand with a twenty dollar bill to give them. And and you know I love that. I do that myself, not as often as I'd like, but I've I've done it. Um, but the you run into somebody you can't like you you know it's tough to have all the money in the world to just hand out to everybody right that needs money right. so when you run into somebody who's stuck and you know they're stuck they tell you they're stuck they they i know you're in network marketing and they say i don't even have the money to get started in that and i'm i can't pay my bills and i can't do this and that. what what do you tell them what what word of advice um, would you give that person that's just stuck and they can't figure it out and they're depressed and feeling sorry for themselves and blah, 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 and maybe they don't even have kids to, to live for and work for and all that. What would you say to that person? You know, first of all, I tell them fear is a liar, and so don't believe any of that. Um, the other thing is is when you have nothing left to, of, of yourself and you have nothing at all, give. So... Every single time I feel as if I I am no good or, you know, I I don't have anything. Like, I I failed. I, you know, I, all these things will start racing to your mind. And, and you start to believe this stuff because not only do we talk the meanest to ourselves, you know, stuff can get in your in your head and your, and your mind is like a battleground. And so I, I tell everybody, I'm like, if and when you feel like that, because it'll happen to you sometimes. That's when you need to give the most. So go find three people and bless them. And that, it, it doesn't mean just financially. It means go and make them smile. So even with my kids, we have a smile challenge. So when you feel like that, um, we'll go in the grocery store. And I'll be like, you know, you're on, guys. Like, here you go. 
And so they got to find different people. So, you know, even just stopping somebody and just telling them, you look so beautiful today. I love your smile. Or you, I love your shoes and just things like that. It stops them from whatever's going on in their head right now. It stops them from whatever they're doing. And you just made their day. You just made them and gave them their smile for the day. That's something that you can't put a price on. And whenever you start doing stuff like that, such as I have Give ID, people start feeding that back. And it gives you life because you spoke life into somebody else. And so whenever I feel my lowest, I try and go and make everybody feel their best. And what it does is it encourages you to be better and better and better. And you never know because of who you touch that day could be your next, your next blessing. They could introduce you to somebody that said, you know what? <laughs> this person stepped out of their way to tell me something nice about myself. They noticed me when I didn't feel like I was noticeable. You know, so wow. you got to find those people. And everybody can give a smile. Everybody can give a hug. Everybody can give a high five to some random person and be like, oh, my gosh, you were so awesome. High five. You know, <laughs> it's just things like that that just I feel like it not only it encourages you and, and brings your, your spirit and everything up, but it brings your light out. And that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that when people see me, they see something different and they feel something good when they're around me. So that's what I would tell somebody is be that that you want. Wow. That is the best answer I've received on this show so far. Oh, good. That is. And I've interviewed some amazing people. That was a great, great answer. So, um, and, and this is coming from, did you, did you just tell me though a few minutes ago that you suffer from an autoimmune disease? Yeah, I have rheumatoid arthritis and lupus, SLE lupus. Jeez. So, it was a few years ago that I owned a bakery. I was on a show called Cupcake Wars and Fox News and, and stuff like that. Wow. I got voted number one bakery in Indiana in my first six months of being open. And then I got this idea where I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm in, like, I have so much work and all these things coming in that I couldn't do it all by myself. So I needed to have somebody help me. And if maybe, you know, I made them a partner in it, then they would have to care about it like I do. Yeah. Well, they that it all right they cared enough to steal a lot of money from me uh, and so I had to close my business and I was so stressed out and I was trying to to make it work but I my husband at the time he wouldn't let me and didn't want me to um, take a loan out you know against our house or anything and that was very smart to be able to save the bakery and stuff like that so we let it go and in being so stressed out and working really really hard I knew something was going on with me. I knew there was something wrong and I didn't want to go to the doctor. And so finally I went to the doctor and, and they called me a few days later and said, um, we need you to come in for your results. And I was like, oh, okay. And then they called right back and they're like, I'm sorry. Um, you need to bring somebody with you when you come in. What? And I was like, "Jeez." okay. You know, I'm like, of course that's <laughs> going to stress you out more. Are you? Uh, yeah. I went there. And the doctor, she's like, Laura, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. She's like, you have lupus and it's progressive. And um, I need you to know that you're sick. And I just remember sitting there thinking, God, I have been through so much. And I was like, I, I just need, I just need something. You know, I, I don't want to go through this too, but I will if I have to. Like, I'll, I'll do it. I just need you to hold my hand, like, or something. Give me a friend, you know, uh, like I've stressed myself out and I've caused this on myself because I stressed out. So I just need, I just need something. And then right after that, my husband, who was a fireman, he had open heart surgery on Christmas. Um, and then I found out I was uh, pregnant and was going through hell for the uh, year. My God. And I just remember looking at it. I'm like, this is not normal. Okay, you guys. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Oh my God. I can see. Like, I give up. Like, just forget it. And um, wow. And so, what I was being set up for was was my greatest victory too. Is because I met some people who care about me, and I got and I started to get into this depression, and started to feel like you know through everything that was going on. You know, like here I have this new family and, and all this stuff and I'm trying to make everything work. And and um, 
I was like, I I had to give up my bakery, and here I'm a stay-at-home mom, but I'm very goal-oriented. Like, I love working for something. Like, you tell me, like, there's a prize right here, I go and get it. You know? <laughs> right. And um, I just do that. I like, I, I like to have something to shoot for. And at oh, that time, awesome. I felt like whenever somebody would say, well, you know, I just lost myself, I was like, kind of laugh. I'm like, well, where'd you go? Like, you know, I see you. <laughs> and then it happened to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Because then I forgot what my dreams were. I forgot, you know, all that type of stuff. And I forgot to make goals and everything. And and that's whenever I I found network marketing. And I always tell everybody, I'm like, it kind of saved my life because it gave me my dreams and goals. And it made me dive into personal development and become very more self-aware of everything. And um, that's where I found, like, all these incredible people. You know, and I'm having so much fun with life. And um, yeah. not only that is I I get to travel. I meet best friends all over the world. But, um, you know, I am having a lot of success doing it, too. And that, that's a lot of fun. It's always nice to be financially rewarded for uh, for what we, we we love doing. Right. So. So what for now it, it's it's nice to know that we're able to make it like we're okay yeah. so what is I, I don't even know what lupus is what is it so basically it's when your body just flips a switch and it says i don't like you anymore and <laughs> <laughs> instead of like your white blood cells helping you and healing your body it decides to attack it instead oh no wow yes instead like and mine's not the external kind where you get like, they call it like the butterfly disease where you'll get like a red rash around your face or something like that. That's yeah. not the type I have. Mine is internal. So mm -hmm. mine is destroying my organs and my joints and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, wow. when they were talking about going on dialysis and stuff, I said, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not oh. ready for this stuff. Wow. I think I'm going to try a different way. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to change my life and I'm going to change some different things. And I think that if I got stuck in, in being upset or being worried or stressed, that would only make it worse. Right. You know, so whenever I decided to start cutting some stressful things out and starting to um, uh, get in the mindset, you know what, no matter what, I'm going to live my life as full as I can, however long I have. And make sure that my kids are all taken care of and they're happy and they're thriving. And I'm just going to invest in as many people as I can right now. And I think wow. that when you put out good, you're going to get good back. So I'm counting on it. You know, there are days that I have some pretty rough days. But there are also days when I feel just like a million bucks. So um, wow. I'm thankful for those days. Wow. 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 Um, <clears throat> did I mention wow? Like, like. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I'm totally blown away because like, these are things I, I didn't know about you. And, um, that's incredible. That's the, it, I don't mean it's incredible that you have this thing. Um, but it's incredible with what you've done with your mindset about it because so many people give up. They just, they, they roll over and they, 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 they just give up and you're not doing that. You're like, nope, changing my mind. I had a really great example. My grandma and my grandpa were in network marketing. I'm a third generation network marketer, but, um, I remember my grandma doing different holistic and, and health things to try and, and fix her disease and, and stuff. And she never blamed anybody else. You know, and she always was looking at me, you know what, no matter what's going on, I, I have today, you know, and as long as you're living your life to the fullest that you can possible, then that's what people see. So I was tired of when people look at me, they think that I'm sick and I don't feel good or all these different things. I'm like, you know, I don't want people to look at me like that. Right. Like, I want them to smile when they see me. <laughs> right. They can't smile when they see me if I don't look like I'm smiling. Wow. You know, and have something to be happy for. So I had I had to change that. If I want people to see me, oh, I want them to see me and feel good when they see me, no matter if, you know, I drop some weight or no matter, you know, how I feel or, you know, whatever, I want them to walk away 
after meeting me, even if it's from the first time, and feel better about themselves. Wow. And, 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 and I love your solution for feeling, whoops, uh-oh, we, we lost her, we lost her. Oh, there, you're back. You there? Yeah. Okay, something happened. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, I, we're still on, though. So um, I love your solution for when you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling sad, and that is to go help somebody else, to help somebody yeah. else feel good, help somebody else have some hope, and I love that. That's amazing. So, so you've, you've, you've gone through all this, you got into network marketing, um, you have, I mean, my gosh, you've been through some, some nonsense <laughs> and, and yet you're still smiling and, 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 and doing, doing your thing and, and it's amazing. So what's the, I, I think cause I have a lot of people that are in network marketing that watch, watch my show. Um, what's the biggest mistake you see network marketers make that, oh, that, my that, goodness. that hold them back? I go on for days with this one. I think the <laughs> biggest one that cracks me up the most is people get so stressed out and so stuck on, okay, I have to have people join my team. I have to do this and have this and this, that they forget that we're in a relationship building business. You know, this is a people business and it's right. like 90% personal development. Because you're dealing with people. Right. <laughs> so um, that's, that's like a big thing. But whenever you um, realize that people join people and not companies, right. then it becomes easy. And whenever you take the pressure off of selling and just start sharing, yep. and you feel like you have something that they need to hear about or that you can fix the need in their life, and that's what your main objective should be. That's what you should be looking for is listening to people and seeing if you have something that you can help them. My favorite thing is when somebody says, you know, well, what is your, what's your pitch or what's this and this? I was like, I don't have a pitch, but what do I start off with is, is I help whatever. Right. You know, I help businesses. I help this and this and this. So I start off with this is how I serve. This is how I give. And the name of my company, it means to serve in Latin. So when we started it, we put that in the forefront to make sure that we are in service for others, not only to hold ourselves accountable to it, but to make sure that that's what's in the mindset of the people that are going to come into the business. Why, why don't you tell everybody the name of your company and what you do? Well, it's my name of my company is Aservia, and we do proximity marketing. So I get to work with everybody else that's in network marketing. And in any kind of business or entrepreneurial life or anything like that. And a lot of churches and charities, I work with them too. Um, because, first of all, it's it's not safe to go door knocking anymore. It's just not. But if you want to tell somebody about, you know, your business, your opportunity, maybe you have um, some event going on somewhere, the best place to advertise and tell people about it is directly on their phones. So right. that's what you do. I've got this little bitty tool. And I keep it in my pocket or in my purse and everywhere I go, people are getting my notifications like on their phone everywhere I go. It's so fun because I'll be at the airport or something and somebody will turn their phone around. They're like, is, is this you? And like, oh yeah, that's me. Every cool. And they're like, how did you get on my phone? I'm like, because I have magic. <laughs> you, you, you bust into the Lulu, the Lulu thing, right? That's right. I'm like, it's, Cool, like really super cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is too funny. So, so um, because somebody on the on the on Facebook asked, "What MLM are you involved with?" And you're at the top, right? Like you're one of the yeah. Company... I'm the master. I'm a master rep for the company. That's incredible! Wow, you are amazing. So. Um, <clears throat> Has it always been easy though? Have you always had money rolling out of your your eyeballs and ears and like just? No, I don't think anything <laughs> worth having comes easy. Right. I think you got to for everything that you have. Otherwise, number one, you won't appreciate it. Right. And much is given, much is required. So I feel like um, if I was given certain talents and certain um, things to make me different or stand out or whatever like that, then it's my job to put them to work and put them to use. Like 
okay, think about it. Like, God didn't give us furniture. He gave us trees so we can create furniture out of it, right? Right, right. So if we're given, like, certain things and a personality and all these things, it's our job to be able to use it and spread it out and figure out what our craft is and what um, other people need to be able to be on the benefiting side of, of what we can do to serve them. And yes. um, with being in network marketing, the number one reason people join network marketing, do you know what it is? Do you? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Um, somebody high pressure closes them. <laughs> <laughs> no. So. Um, Freedom. The number one reason people join network marketing is because they want to belong to something. They want to feel like they have friends and, and they just have some sort of sense of community. And so the reason that I love networking marketing so much is because for all those stay-at-home moms, for all those dads who are looking for a side hustle, yeah. um, for the young kids and you know teens and adults that want to do something to where they're not stuck behind a desk and they want to see the world, this is perfect. And yet they have new family and new friends that are going to be supporting them and pushing them and encouraging them rather than dragging them down and having people say, well, you can't make it. That's silly, you know, or that's a pyramid scheme or, you know, stuff like that. Because now you have people that are on the same mission and the same track and path of life as you are. And that is the best feeling in the world to feel like you have a tribe. And that's what people join network marketing for is because they're like, hey, you know what? These people found a better way. And that's what I want. But yet I found new best friends all over the world. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I, I've, I, um, what's the, I saw an award on your Facebook page for the, um, what was that? The Network Marketing Association? I was so excited. What, is, what is that? Tell us about it. Okay. So, um, I just get so excited about things. Okay. So people, I'm sure you've heard about manifesting things and, you know, writing down your goals and yeah. putting it into action and speaking it out loud, you know, and all yep. these different things. Two years ago, when I first joined network marketing um, for myself, like I said, I had been raised around it my whole entire life. But whenever I joined it for myself, I had made a list while I was sitting at this big event called the Association for Network Marketing Professionals. It's the ANMP. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there and I just remember feeling like so thankful for being there. And I was like, I am so thankful that I heard about this place. And I love it because I found so many like-minded people there. So I wrote down a list of goals while I was sitting there at this event. And I said, you know, in two years, I'm going to be on the stage speaking and telling my story. And um, by this time next year, I'm going to be a six-figure earner. I hit that much, much sooner than that. It was like another month. And then I had wrote down like all these different things. And I went back the other day after being at the ANMP and I looked at my list and I accomplished every single thing on that list. Wow. And just last week I got to be on stage at the ANMP and that's why I got that award. And I just remember sitting there on stage and looking around and I, I started to cry on stage. I was like, wait, hold it, hold it, hold it, you know? <laughs> and I was like, I, and this isn't conceited at all, but I sat there and I was like, I am so proud of me because there are so many times that people get stressed out and you, you feel like quitting and you're like, dude, I don't have to do this. Like, I don't have to deal with you people and all these different things, but I didn't give up. And, right. and because of that, my kids, they're not going to give up on things because they're going to be like, you know what? My mom did it, so I can do it too. Wow. Because there's always people that are watching you and I want my kids to understand that it's never okay to quit. Quit is like the number one cause of failure. <laughs> it is. I love that. I heard, I don't know if it was you or Jordan said that on Jordan your... Jordan Adler told me that. He's like, it's the number one cause, number one, quitting is the number one cause of failing. And I was yeah. like, that's so true, Mr. Adler. <laughs> Mr. Jordan Adler, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I pulled out a special prop just for this interview. Beach money. I've had this book yeah. forever. I've, I, I, I've been in, in, in his, his, his group for a long time, long, long time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I always tell everybody that I bring in the customers and he keeps them. <laughs> so whatever you're selling, like I can get you more customers, and then his company would send out cards. They will keep your customers because they've got a really great program. Like I love oh, their stuff. They, it's it's a it's an amazing. I I love that platform. 
So, yeah. Laura, um, I, I know now we've come kind of full circle, but I want to I want to circle back just a little bit. Um, I want to I, I want to take this down a, a different a little bit of a different path. What makes Laura Hart sad? Mm. Oh, I don't like that. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a happy, positive person. But there's got to be things in, in the world or that you see or in your life that, that like those things that can bring you down. What, what are they? What, is there anything? There is. There is things that make me sad. So um, I have realized that um, every, everybody um, wants to feel needed, wants to feel wanted and all that type of thing. And I seem to have had a pretty bad streak of luck in in, a, in relationships. And this last year, my husband, who I adored, um, he walked out and left me and four kids. And my hero left that day. Mm. And so, and when he left, he never looked back. He just was like, oh, it's just not going to work. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? Wow. Like, I didn't know that was an option. Like, I didn't know you could just quit, <laughs> Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so watching my kids go through things um, was the hardest thing, you know? And I remember one of my girls, um, I said something about, are you going to go see him and stuff? And the oldest two, they don't see him anymore. And they said, no, we're not. He made us optional. Why should we make him our only option? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And I said, yeah. That's some serious yep. wisdom. I have really good kids. You do. Really and they're adorable, too, by the way. Thank you. I've really decided that um, we're not going to be a statistic. We're not going to be, you know, and I had somebody tell me um, last year when I was going through all this stuff, because I was just like, you know, um, I don't I don't know what to do. You know, I don't I don't I don't know. Because at the time, we, I was just now, we were starting a Servia. We were just about to launch it. Yeah. And so I didn't have any money. We didn't have, like, I didn't, I didn't, it was, everything was up in the air. Yeah. And um, I just remember thinking, I, I want to quit, but yet again, I don't do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no matter what, I don't want my kids to think that um, they weren't enough for me. You know, like they weren't important enough. So I, I just was very honest with him. I was like, look, guys, you know, I'm like, this is kind of what it is right now. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where we're going, but I know that no matter what, we have to stick together. So we're a team. And so we started pulling together. And what could have and should have and was the um, worst year of our life also was the best year of our life because my company loved on us and said, hey, you know what? We're going to be here for you. Anything you need, we got your back, you know. And and my wow. kids are like the company kids. You know, they come to our events. You know, they're they're there on stage and things. And um, my girls, who used to be painfully shy and, and feel like, you know, they were scared or more timid, just launched their company um, last weekend. Oh, my to gosh. Other kids. And their mindset and development, teach them how to master sales and become master influences. Wow. And and I don't have kids that are depressed. So to, statistically, they say that a broken home, you're supposed to be depressed. You're supposed to be withdrawn. You're supposed to go through the terrible teens and be yeah. disrespectful and all these things. Anytime you will see my kids, they say, you know, they'll ask what your name is and then address you by your name. They say, please and thank you. Yes, sir. No, you know, sir. You know, all these things. And they smile a lot, but they smile with their whole body, you know? Wow. And that's, so I'm so thankful for that. And if my kids were sad, that would make me sad. If somebody is hurting and I, I don't know how to help them, that makes me sad. But feeling like you're alone is the hardest thing that there is. But see, I, I and the reason I wanted to ask you that question is not because I'm evil. I'm not evil, I promise you. It's 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 because I, I I knew that you would you would say it and then you would you would give the 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 solution. Leaders solve problems. 
Because that, that's that's who you are. Like you, You're like, yeah, this is what makes me sad. And you were very emotional. I was like, oh, no, don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> but like then you gave the solution. And, and your solution is always about raising the bar. It's about raising the bar for you, for your children, and for everybody you come in contact with. And that is amazing. That's what makes you such a great person, such a great leader, and an amazing mother, I can tell. I see it. I see it in your, your videos and your posts and everything that you're just amazing in everything that you're doing. So, wow. You are just well, a... my name is Laura Hart with me. So, I always tell everybody, I'm like, my, na- my last name definitely fits me because not only do I leave with my heart, but it's, it's how I operate, yeah. you know? And it would have been very easy to shut it down and close it all off. But I figure that I won't serve anybody if I do that. And I'll just become a miserable person. So might as well go through all the emotions, you know, as uncomfortable as they may be. It's okay. Because out of all the stuff, I've kept a hold of that. And I didn't become bitter. And I think that is the scariest thing to me would be is to become empty or heartless. So I try and guard from that as much as possible. So you definitely don't want to meet um, a, a, a guy that you fall in love with with the last name of Heartless. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. You're like, nope, I don't care what you look like, who you are, you're out. No way. Change your last name and come back. <laughs> so, so, exactly. um, so with with the um, what was I getting ready to say? I don't even remember now. Um, so listen, I, I, I genuinely like, I, I just freaking love you. I think you're amazing. And, yeah. and I'm so grateful that you came on the show. I know that you, I'm see you don't see the comments. You'll go back, I'm sure, and look at them. But my gosh, there's some amazing comments about you and, mm-hmm. and, and the people that you've already affected on this stream. So, so Laura, if, if, is there any like parting words before we end this? Are there any words of just, um, you know, hope that you want to share with everybody? Always. So I think the number one thing is to remember is whenever you're going through a hard patch, whenever you're going through something where you feel like, you know, your business is stuck or you feel like maybe your life is stuck, the number one thing that should encourage you is this, that if God trusts you enough to be able to put you through that test, it's only because he's trying to graduate you to the next level. You can't just take a flight of stairs and go from level one to level eight. You have to go from level one to level two to level three and so on. And because of that, that those experiences that you get for each one, when you get to the top level that you want and that you're prepared for, you can look back at all of those little things that you went through that didn't seem little at, the, at that time, and you realize that you were unshakable, unstoppable, and you are empowered to be amazing. And that's the best satisfaction that you will ever feel, face and feel is the fact that, you know what? Through everything, I was unstoppable. Unstoppable is my favorite word. And, and whenever you realize that that's the goal and that's the thing that you need to embrace the most, then that's when you'll become that. Wow. I, I'm, I, I don't think I've ever been, been left speechless on my show, but, um, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm sort of speechless right now. Laura, you're amazing. People are asking right now how, how they can follow you. How, how can everybody, let's, let's, let, what if everybody, what if everybody on here wanted to, to be in your direct downline? Would you, would you take them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, I have plenty of room <laughs> for new best friends. So oh, um, my, my biggest thing is, though, is whenever somebody talks to me about my business and, and they're just like, well, I want to join your team. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk. First. Like, let's figure out, you know, how I can help you. Like, you know, if we mesh, if you like me, you know, I'm like, because some people are just like, well, I want to join your team. And then they just disappear. And I'm like, hey, where'd you go? Like, we we're supposed to be best friends. Like, this is, <laughs> this is a give and take thing. Like, I give you my heart, you give me yours, and then we're best friends. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Renee Envy said, what if we wanted to hug her? <laughs> and I will take all the hugs I can get. You can uh, never have too many hugs, for sure. That's I think I would so definitely awesome. take that. 
Dan Kelleher's on here. He said he's on your team or he's getting on your yes, team. Yes, he is. Yeah. He is. He's on my team. He's awesome. Dan he's is got awesome. five little boys now. I know. And yeah, he's a, he's awesome. He's he's incredible. He's he's going to be a guest on the show coming up here real soon. Awesome. So Dan Dan the Waterman, Dan the who Waterman. does property marketing too. Yeah, he's amazing. So so how can they follow you? Where where do they follow you? Well, I'm on Facebook, so you have to search Laura A Hardy. So it, my name is Laura Ann because I'm from the South, and so we we're just like Laura Ann, get over here. And so I just went ahead and put Laura A. That way they know who I am. And it's heart with an E. Did you say hearty? Yeah, it's heart with an E. Heart E. Right, but how do you pronounce your last name? Laura Hardy. Is it Hardy? Laura Hardy. I, you know what? I always tell everybody Laura Hart, and then I'll just be like, just add an E on it. It's like silent. <laughs> but technically, when I got married before... Then he was just like, it's Laura Harty or it's Harty. And I was like, that sounds dumb. So I think it's Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so I made it my own, okay? <laughs> you, said, you said that sounds dumb. Oh, my God. I was like, if it was Hardy, then it should be a D. <laughs> oh. Oh Maybe that's God. why he left. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm I can't take it. All right, so so wow, that is too much. That is so funny. Holy moly. Remember I'm extra. <laughs> so it's the problem. Oh, yeah. you're amazing. So thank you so so much. Thank I mean Thanks thank you. Oh my gosh, this was so much fun. I knew it would be. Thank you to everybody who watched today, who shared. Thank you for all the shares. Make sure you follow Laura on Facebook, and that's it, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, so follow Laura, and if you have any questions about what she's doing and, and would be interested, hit her up. She's, she's amazing. So thank you, guys. Have an awesome, awesome day, and we'll see you soon. See you. Have, have a great day. Bye-bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.